Live from sunny Southern California in Hollywood, it's Kites of the Roundtable with your hosts, Jeffrey Allen and Jay Belize. This episode of Kites of the Roundtable is brought to you by Chunky Peanut Butter. Leave that creamy stuff to Nazis and commies. Chunky peanut butter is for the Americans. We're just nuts about it. Chunky peanut butter. And now, here's Jeff and John. We've talked about this. Was your household a Jif household or a Skippy household? We were a generic household. Oh, really? Yeah. So what would that be like? Uh, Sam or um, no, 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 Sam's Club. No, no, but it wasn't. It was like stuff that Jewel made, but it was called like Sam's Club. Yes, it's the same idea, but it was called like Presidents First or something. Uh-huh. It was like a what? Like it shouldn't have been the name of products. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Right. And um, President's Dave- Choice, I think, is what it was. Really? Yeah. And David is a crunchy but peanut butter. But which president? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, considering I just Googled it. Crunchy peanut butter started in 1932 by Skippy. Um, maybe FDR is the uh, the, fir- the president. They're no, no, the to. president's choice was the name of the generic. No, I know, but maybe that was. Uh, uh, never mind. Wait, and who uh, were were you a Skippy or Jiffy? They or Jif? we were a Skippy house. Ooh, yeah. I now never. I, I didn't have brand name peanut butter those- until I was in college. That's around the rich kids right that's one of the things that if I go to Erwan or a good upscale grocery store the healthy peanut butter is not good brother can I tell you a like real like Justin's what is that company nah like there's things that I'll buy and I'll spend my money on that are healthier but you have to still I'm going to Ralph's that's why it was on like my jelly, mind like jelly I don't care about smuckers to be totally honest no no I got the air one jelly this morning yeah. but I didn't buy the peanut butter I'm going to Ralph's after this to yeah, buy the let tub let in my fridge here I get the same jelly you do let's see what this is this is it's um, the one with the raccoon on it no it's this kind it's you don't get the raccoon no this don't you get this Oh, that stuff is good too. Yeah, bone. Mama, I've never even looked at the name. So the stuff that Jeff is holding looks like it was jarred in a uh, in a uh, countryside manor in England. In France, actually. In fr- No, no, but well, yeah, whatever. It just says made in France. Oh, it does. Yeah. No, no. Show it some respect, Jonathan. God damn it. Yeah. Um. So I, but I know I'm going to get the tub of peanut butter. At Ralph's after this. Are you really? Oh, yeah. Is that why you kicked That's off the show? That's what I thought about. Them? Yeah. Rosefield began producing peanut butter after the uh, under the Skippy label. Skippy created the first crunchy style peanut butter two years later. So Skippy. Um, can a one-year-old have crunchy peanut butter? What do you think? Yes or no? No. You can give your baby nuts and peanuts from around six months old, as long as they're crushed. Ground or a smooth nut of... Oh, you can? Apparently. I mean, Oof. Google. Google's always right. Yeah, well. Yeah. Google... Feels like Google's trying to cover a lawsuit right now. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 you can. You can. That kid died on his own. Mm-hmm. A lot of the questions related to babies and children with peanut butter. Um, five smooth things you didn't know about peanut butter. Although George Washington Carver invented some 300 uses for the peanuts. How is there not a movie about him, by the way? Yeah. I was walking to Larchmont like a couple hours ago, and I was listening to a podcast about the Nazi Olympics with Jesse Owens in 1932. Oh, I thought you meant 
the Olympics that the Nazis held. That was that. No, the German, but but like the separate, the Nazi Olympics. Right. Well, that's. I what got it, the gold medal in hate. Good one. Yeah. When who, they shot, who would, put who with would the get Heil. the silver in hate? Uh, well, the Italians. Really? In the Japanese. Yeah, the Axis. The Axis. Yeah. Powers. Shout out to my favorite countries. <laughs> I love you know I love Italy and Japan. Yeah, I've been so I love those places. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're right. I don't know why there's not. I, I'm sure there's like a low budge documentary on George Washington Carver on but Amazon. I mean, you think about all the historical figures that have gotten movies mm-hmm. or or t- television series with the amount of TV that's being. I don't know. I yeah. just think he's a dominant enough figure. I agree with that. All right, so George Washington Carver, but he can't. What cannot be attributed to him? Did I already lose the article and now we're not going to learn anything? Yeah, this thing is already gone. That's the way to do it, though, to name your kid. Like, I want to name my kid Abraham Lincoln Kite. Mm-hmm. To name it like a Mick Jagger Kite. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that, got, that had to have been intentional with his family. This is George Washington. You're related to George... Sorry, George Washington Carver. Good question. Is that worth a checkout? Who? We have to go... I had a new mommy burger last night. Uh-huh. And wow, I think they're making it with 50% more lead. What do you mean? I am like, I, it was the heaviest burger I've had. Now, granted, I did have a double cheeseburger. I didn't burger. even know they were still in business. Umami burger? Yeah. Dude, not only are they in business, yeah. they're thriving. They now have sushi. All their locations close. What are you talking about? There's the one, one on the La Grove. closed. The one that used to be the Cobras and Matadors closed. It was never at Cobras and Matadors. No, no, on the east side. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're thinking of plan check. No. Brother, Umami Burger is thriving. It's the it Bitcoin is. of burgers. Is it really? Huge. I never liked their burgers ever. Oh, I love them, Wow. Dude. Yeah, no, they're they're way too fatty and greasy. They're, it's, they're greasy. Yeah, not good for me. Not my style of burger. But <sighs> now that the place on Larchmont sucks too, I'm never going there again. What We're is it? Call them that. out. Burger Lounge. Lounge Burger or Burger Lounge? Doesn't matter. We're not going back. One of those Burger two. Lounge. The last four or five times I've been there, it's trash. No. I love it. By the way, I, you, yeah. so for me, so I went to a restaurant. I won't shame them because I think they're a great place, but mm-hmm. they're, we have, it's in pandemic, right? If you order like Postmates, it's probably going to get to your place 45 minutes to an hour. Not going to be great quality food. Right. Somebody was like, you should go back there. I'm like, I'm not giving my money to somebody that close than I had a, a horrible experience two weeks ago right? with this place. But yeah. I love you because you're like, listen, the last seven times I was there, I'm giving it eight more times I'll to- and I'm fucking out of there. I'll tolerate one bad experience, maybe two. But, but at, Three right strikes away, and you're out. Three strikes until we go into extra innings. <laughs> <laughs> until the next batter. Yeah. Which is me. That's just me. Going another, back for another bite Oh, another cleanup. Yeah. So you went out to eat last night? No, I just grabbed a... Um, I did stand-up mm-hmm. in, in uh, Venice again. Okay. It was so fun. And then I was really hankering for a burger. And so I called Shappy, actually, because he and I talk burgers. He and I need to have a burger-talking podcast. We talk about them a little too much. Okay. And I said, what's the best burger you've had? Because I wondered if there's a place that he really liked uh-huh. because of where he lives in the valley that maybe there was a different... You know, a burger that I didn't know about. And then he said umami was the first. And I was like, shit, that was the place I was going to go anyway. Yeah. I think he's wrong about that. I, you know what's crazy? They have these tater tots. Yeah. That are not really tater tots. They're more like tater fists. They're so fucking big. And they're they're filled with cheese. Oh, boy. <sighs> Got those. <laughs> nice. 
Oh, but did I get the sushi? Probably. Oh, my God. And did I top it off a little salt and straw? Oh, my Lord. <sighs> that Man. is... That, I hope I hope to take a shit on up, Wednesday. When you look in a definition, uh, a dictionary for incongruous, it's those three items that show up. <laughs> you know what's funny is that I feel like that could have been my eulogy. Burgers and sushi. Hmm. You never been a sushi burger? <laughs> that feels like a place in L.A. It's not, but that that. But you know what I will tell you? Have you? There's a great ramen place right by us on I, La Brea. I went and ate there last night. It's it's fine. You hold, and I have been there before. But I went there with Lucas last night, Let actually. Let me tell you, though. In pandemic, yeah. you can't judge anything right now on what it was before. A lot of stuff just isn't up to par. I disagree, actually. I think hold that, on. They yeah. have a ramen burger that uh-huh. they don't serve right now during the pandemic. Okay. Where they take the noodles and they turn them into what replaces the bun. No. Yeah. Oh. The, oh, yeah. Right. I remember. I remember those things are the greatest. Yeah, I remember that because I think I went there with you once and we sat at the bar and yeah. you ate it. And I and I get a bowl of ramen and one of those. And I remember that was a place that I was gonna not go to anymore because of how horrible the music was when we were there. I don't know if you remember that. I remember that I we the only place you've ever been to we've been to together where you were like the music was great was that burger place on Larchmont. Remember we tried that place where we went into the back and I oh, got a yeah. milkshake mm-hmm. and they had they were playing oldies. They were playing like 50s and 60s yeah. soul music. And that place doesn't and have... And you told the owner, you told the manager. You're, I complimented them. But you didn't way. compliment the food. That was my favorite thing. He goes, how is everything? And you're like, you know, great music. Yeah. Which, uh, which was nice, was a compliment, but it was kind of a slight. Well, it's a thing that every restaurant that you go to gets wrong. And not even restaurants, just places in general. Marshall's. You know, yeah. well, because what well, they subscribe to those fucking Spotify. Now. Probably that, which is another thing that these apps and programs think that they're providing a curated touch for you, you know? So it's like, oh, I'll just put on the Rolling Stones radio station and I'm just going to let it cruise and it's going to sound great all night long. So do it's, this for a ramen place. Yeah. Give me some songs that you would have put in the ramen spot. No, it has. It's not about the food. It's about the lighting. It's about the ambience. I don't care what the food is. No, no, I I'm saying do. the music. That's what I'm saying. But you, but you do. You, oh, for that place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for people listening, it's going to be too hard to put all of the other moods into perspective, like the lighting and the way that the layout of the restaurant and everything. I thought the layout of that place is pretty good. It's a not a good hang. It's not like a good place. It's to not eat a good hang. Sun, yeah. But to, in their defense, yeah. as one of the owners, mm-hmm. they are in a very limited location. Location. It's very small. Yeah. And they, I would say, I don't think it's a good hang, but I do think that they make good use of putting as many seats in there as they can. I don't know that that's a good thing necessarily. Well, for people who want to eat there, who sure, don't want to go I mean, out, there's nowhere to park. Yeah, but if you're cramming everybody in, that's not going to be necessarily a good that's thing. That's Japan. Yeah. Think about every ramen place in Japan. Forget. I'm just saying here. No, 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 I know, but I'm saying they have a very small piece of property, right? So, in order to maybe make their, I mean, nut, the cool thing about those little bars that with the single malt scotch, uh, like high five in cheap's bar, clothing, in cheap's clothing, um, that was they put that together, keeping those places in Japan in mind, where it's they only fit twelve people. These little bars in Japan, and brother, the, I know those bars. Basically, it's a wall of the best vinyl collection you've ever seen in your life. I went to a. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 
and they have them they have them all over yeah they're very but even in japan uh-huh. i would say the space that brian had downtown yeah. is exceptionally large no it's bigger yeah these places are smaller but they don't crowd it in with a lot of people they just don't let many people in. no I, that, that's the thing so when i i, I even though I, these places are small but it's still not like the back of your chair isn't backed up to the person sitting behind you no it feels so that's the thing so a, a buddy of mine shout out to a waiter-san owns a bar in Japan where it started out. He was written up as one of the best bartenders in the world. Mm -hmm. And his bar at that point was number 13 in the world. And now he's number five. What's the criteria for that? There's a, uh, it's pretty interesting. You can go online and they list of, of creativity, sort of complexity of the drinks. Um, I could send you the website. It's very interesting. I was just going to Google best bartender in the world and see what happens. Look at Bar High Five as his bar. Okay. Bar High Five in Tokyo. Oh my God, he's the first person listed. No, he's not. No, he's not. No, no. But this is the first article is the spirits business, and it says the ten. Oh, this is from 2014. No, I'm saying you got to be. But they're should current, I go to 2020? Yeah, well, 2020. I I don't know what the. So what year? Well, 20. I'm saying I don't know if they if they're if that's what year come was out. he number five? <laughs> the bar 2019. All right, so let me go to 2019. Absolutely. Let's see what happens. When I visited for my birthday there. Yeah. The best bartender in the world, 2019, Banny Kang, a South Korean mixologist who slings cocktails in Singapore, has been crowned the world's best bartender, 2019. What bar is it? At a major international competition hosted by booze giant Diageo. Diageo, yeah. You've heard of that? Yeah, of course. What is that? They're a a liquor company. They own a lot of the liquor brands and they they, they have endless money. Okay. So they throw these huge events. And they make booze or they... Yeah, they, they're the distributor. They, they're, the, they're the umbrella company. They own a bunch of brands. Got it. Owned. Look at this. Who is the highest paid bartender? The states and districts that pay bartenders the highest... Uh, so the by high... the way, let me just say this. He has never won the best bar. I said his bar. Okay, which thought, he is solely responsible uh-huh. because he's the only bartender. He has four barbacks that work with him uh-huh. that take the orders, okay. but he makes the drinks. Right. Right? So he and he is pretty pretty famous. Um, the states and districts that pay bartenders the highest mean salary are, guess, what do you think? is The, the states? Yeah. Uh, this is just a, you know. I hope New York. one of the first things that came up. I hope it's New York. New York is cost, number five. Because the cost of living is so high. Average is 37000 Oof. Yoink. Mm-hmm. Um, Number one is Hawaii. Huh. 58,000. That's significant. Washington, D.C.? That's what I, I would have definitely put up. Why would you say three. that? They have a great community there, a lot of great bars there. Then Washington State, and then Arizona. Washington State's 39,000, Arizona 38,000. But such a huge drop-off. It's, that's huge weird. Huge drop-off, yeah. you want If you're bartending, you want to be in Hawaii. I mean, that's just, let's see, what state What state do you think makes the most money in tourism? I'd have to imagine it would be New York or, or California. I would say, yeah. It's got to be one of the two. Let's see. Texas. Whoa. Yep. That's shocking to me. Yeah. Tourism is a key. Wow, the Alamo is really pulling them in. <laughs> Alamo is not that exciting of a place to visit. <laughs> Most places, by the Even way. Even though it's not that exciting of a story in history either. Right. Was it just because of Davy Crockett? I don't I know. Don't... I feel like it was part of it was uh, Pee Wee Herman. 
Yeah, maybe. I'm telling you. Yeah. Something will spark something, and then mm-hmm. people go, we got to go do no, see this. No, but they made a John Wayne movie about the Alamo. No, of course. It's, remember it's the still Alamo. so symbolic of... Uh, they make them all the time. They, Billy Bob Thornton was in one of them. Yeah. I mean, I guess it was just one of you know those... Look nation- at Tombstone. You've been to Tombstone, right? I in have. Arizona? Yeah, but yeah. That's, still, that's another kind of mythologized story that's, that's my point. completely out of proportion. I'm saying it happened in, what, a minute and a half, and it's like this huge thing. There's a town erected around yeah. it. Well, I think one person died at the OK Corral. Yeah, they were, and three were injured or something. Yeah. Yeah, it was... Yeah, it ain't like the movies. And Wyatt Earp was the deputy. He wasn't even the main sheriff of that town. And who was the other... Uh, uh, Doc Holliday. Yeah, they, they were mythologized through the movies because yeah. they've been done. They'd been done forever. Uh-huh. And what what made Tombstone big was that the tourist attraction that was created around it, not right. the thing itself. It was that what the Alamo was supposed to be then? A fake story. Yeah, so that they can have people come visit San Antonio. No, I think it is. I mean, that's got to be the biggest tourist course, attraction in San Antonio. It, it has to be. Yeah. And, and I think that when you look, especially like in the Southwest, where I feel like Route sixty six, they wanted people. Isn't it? Isn't uh, I don't think so. It doesn't run through Arizona and Texas. No, it does. But I'm I don't saying think it... there were there were attractions created around right. Route 66 just in general because to give people destinations to bring money and tourism. No, I agree to with those that. Points. But I don't think I don't think San Antonio was on Route 66. No, 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 I just mean that is a very American thing. Yeah, definitely to create things right. that are along the way of yeah. something. I mean, it's also a story of brave white men well, standing up to the yeah, standing yeah. outnumbered, standing up to. Uh, have you been to the Alamo? I have. I've never been there. Yeah, I went a couple years ago, actually. It was so lackluster. It was like, um, I remember the last time I went to the Museum of Science and Industry with my dad. I don't want to hear this right now. It, of course, it's amazing. It, but it, nothing has changed I know. since we I were kids. I love that, though. You got to update the museums, people. Why? History hasn't but changed. It's like, it, it's like airplanes that still have don't the ashtrays. Don't rewrite history. Yeah. I mean. Um, they got to tear down the statues there. But there's nothing new in multimedia about anything in the museum. Right. I mean, I understand that. I think, like, I went to the British Museum. Did you go? Have you ever been? It's fascinating. You can see the Rosetta Stone. Oh, okay. It's really amazing. Uh But this, but, you know, I, I, for me, and I'm, this is the old man in me, that's enough for me. I'm saying for kids that are. But I don't want to see, like, Dora the Explorer being you don't like, want to see Rosetta a ho- Stone? You don't want oh, to see- <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, but like a ho- kick-ass hologram of like a pterodactyl flying over your head and... You well, know, but that was at all the, of these kids that was that in are the going, Omnimax. Actually, bro. who knows? Maybe these little kids will like the experience more. It's hard to tell what they their will, reaction by the way, is going to be. Gen Zers, yeah, uh, uh, they, no, they minimalism. That's a, a big part of the culture. Yeah, but they're still going to be obsessed with their iPads and you know. But there's something nice about just going and seeing practical things, like the Terracotta Warriors. Did you go to that at the Field for, Museum? For old grumps like us, yes. No, 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 no. I just mean that's. So, and I don't know what their money situation is, but travel, that's the, that is the appeal of travel, right? It's when people go like, you know, when you see animals up close, like I got, when I went to Australia, I went to the Taronga Zoo Mm -hmm. and I got to, I was on a part of a thing where they were- How dare you? We boycotted zoos on this podcast. No, no, I know. This was before we boycotted them. This was years ago. All right. When I owned one. (laughs) When I sold zoos. (laughs) So, okay. no, I, I was there to set him free. Yeah. So, but when you when we went up to the giraffe, mm-hmm. and I was like, I know you from Toys R Us, mm-hmm. and you got to see it up close. It was in misery. It was it was like how 
tears were just falling well, down. Because it has sweet. no vocal cords, so it wrote me a note. Poor but thing. We were feeding it, not me, but people that I was with, and it was just there's something majestic about seeing something. Like I said, the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life was the Taj Mahal, mm-hmm. and I've seen it in photos. When you see it in real life, yeah. I, I swear it's like you're, you, my mind just started smoking. Sure. You just go, what the fuck is happening right now? This is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And so I think that about museums, when you get to go see those things, especially the stuff that's on tour, like the Cleopatra exhibit, which the Field Museum had, yeah. incredible to see that stuff right Didn't, there. Oh, what did I went to something with you? What remember you, me, David, and George went to see something? Yeah. What we day to, was that? Remember we went to go see the kites, the birds. No, I know, but there was an exhibit. Was it a Titanic ex- exhibit? Whatever, I'll no. ask. I'll ask my dad. Was it the World's Fair exhibit? No, that was something else. I went there. It, that was or cool. was it? it I think it we could just have been a Cleopatra. I don't know. You no, Cleopatra, Cleopatra was in two thousand one. Okay, but and I what, liked, do you remember what they had for Cleopatra? Yeah. So the coolest thing I've seen. So I didn't know this until I saw this there. So when the Romans defeated the Greek, mm-hmm. they stole everything from them. Right? They're right. like, this is ours now. And for a long time, the marble busts that everybody equates with, you know, with uh, ancient times, they always thought that it looked weird that they had hollow eyes, that they had blank, no, no pupils or irises or anything, right? So they found a bust of a Greek head that had the eyes painted on it because they had all washed away from time. Okay. Because the Romans took one Greek head and buried it under the steps to their government building so that they were walking over the Greeks every time they went to work. Amazing. And so when they found that head, we had never seen it with the eyes painted on before. Uh-huh. And to see that in person was haunting. Yeah. I mean, it's been 20 years and I still remember. I mean, clear as day, I can see so it. So what did they have for the Cleopatra exhibit? They had um, artifacts. They had just, um, God, that was the thing I remember the clearest, to be honest with you. But they had jewelry, I think, that belonged the to her. The stuffed asp that bit her and killed her. They had um, they had a hologram of a snake. <laughs> yeah. Um, they had paper mache of Mark Antony's erect penis. So that at the and gift, Julius Caesar at the gift shop. Yeah, it, it was a uh, <laughs> it was a pinata. No, they had a bust of Nefertiti. Uh huh. Um, that was the first draft of what the artist was used, right? Was going to use to then make the real thing. Mm-hmm. And it was it was unbelievable. It was in a room by itself in a glass case and a security guard. Yeah. And it was the closest thing that we have to an image of what someone looked like back then. It was mind-blowing. And okay. people were just all around it. And to see it in person, it, it to me, that was really special. Okay, so and, you remember everything except what they had... No, the Cleopatra stuff. I mean, it was. You have to understand, it was an entire wing of a. I mean, they had like artifacts. They had they had jewelry that she wore. They had, um, you know, it was like personal stuff that that was as much of the of her collection that they had, and it was touring the world. Mm -hmm. So it just happened to stop at the Field Museum. Got it. I wonder if they like took stuff from the props from the movie, and they had like something that just to fill in. They did have. Um, part of the Elizabeth Taylor was there. Yeah. Yeah. Just to show that like, like think about how crazy that is, right? Like honestly. Go ahead. So a historical figure, Cleopatra, let's say she could speak English. She did not speak English. No, no, I'm saying, of course she didn't. I'm saying the fact that you'd be like, hey, a long time in the future, we're going to be able to like record people. Your life is going to be a thing that people will pay to see. 
Like that's so mind blowing. Yeah. That, that that her story has survived and and obviously famous like Cleopatra Jones. I mean, like it shows up in other aspects of pop culture. Right. It should, that's incredible to me. Yeah. First of all, everybody thinks that she was black. She was Greek. Yeah. By the way, you know that I'm on an animated show on Peacock Network called Cleopatra in Space, and I play Octavius. Yeah, I asked you. About, oh, is it really? Yes. Is it a children's show? It is for the whole family, Jeff, uh-huh. children's show. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, it's cool. It's about this girl. It's about a young Cleopatra. Okay. I mean, it's... Here we go. So rewriting history. And... But she goes to the future. Okay. Stay with me. Uh-huh. And, um, and her friend... Octavius, who she grows, or this guy, I can't remember, you know, it is, uh, I can't remember what they call him in the beginning, but he's her friend. He finds out, and I'm like the Darth Vader character, I'm grown up as him. So we battle each other in the future. So it takes place, it's like the idea of ancient Egypt, but in space. It's sort of like Star Wars. Uh-huh. And it was a really f- successful graphic novel. And and it's and I play the essentially the Darth Vader character. Got it. So it's me against this little girl. Oh wow! It's cool. The animation is great, and the woman who's the the lead is so f- she's fantastic. Uh huh. She's really funny. And so this is supposed to represent a positive image of of uh, Cleopatra to inspire young girls uh, to to fight space lords <laughs> wherever they may be. To sleep with powerful men in the empire to protect well, her. Listen, the we, interests of her nation. She's not there yet. Yeah. I don't know about season two and That's three. a very cynical way of looking at her, but Egypt needed the protection of Rome, and it was like, well, let me just start banging Julius Caesar. To... Yeah, that doesn't come up in the cartoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she could befriend a young, you know, child Julius Caesar. Well, she's... So in the cartoon, she's a young girl who gets transported to the future, and then because we don't know when she comes back to Egypt. Uh-huh. That hasn't been decided. Okay. So this all takes place in a the like super distant, um, the you know the distant. Presumably, distant. you're going to get killed. I Octavius hope not. is going to get the work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's cool though. It's it's a good show. You know, today's climate. They're I'm not going to let. They're not going to let a young Octavius kill a young Cleopatra. No, I, but I'm an old man. I'm like I'm like a Darth Vader. Okay. I'm just hearing this child in the background. No. Anyway, let's see, 220. I can't go too, too long today. I just basically wanted to get like a nice 40 minute. Yeah, yeah. Gotta pick up Alex and get to the studio. Oh, you're doing the studio tonight? Yeah. Julian's leaving tomorrow, I think. Um, did we answer, in? did we finish our conversation on tourism or did we take the bullet train? Yeah. Next Ta- up, Um, Let's just see what this, I'm curious to see what this says. We didn't even finish George Washington Carver. <laughs> I know. 10 states cashing in on tourism. This was, of course, published in an article just before the lockdown. Well, it's got to be Nevada. Um, Nevada's got to be up there. Number one, Texas does everything big, including tourism. The state took in roughly $164 billion in 2018, keeping 525,000 people employed. Since Texas is so expansive, about half of its tourism income is generated by its own residents. Tourism provides employees. So, like, what else? Think it. Or like, right off the top of your head in Texas, what's what's to do? Like, what are people interested in seeing in Texas? Especially if it's happening from in-state. Let's say you live in Dallas. Shit. Let's say you live in Beaumont, Texas. How did I get there? <laughs> I'm just. I'm placing you there. Oh shit. 
Okay, we can put you in. Uh, how, let's Denton, Texas. Denton is a nice place. Well, I no, I, I they call that baby Bo- Austin. I haven't been to Beaumont. Shout out to our Beaumont listeners, yes. listener. Why um, the hate on Beaumont? I've never been there. Uh, I would say Beaumont makes me think of um, Jackie Brown. What's his uh, Chris Tucker's character? Yeah. Oof! I just got shocked when I'm holding this microphone. I am a conductor I think of electricity. You're faulty equipment, by the way. No, it's. I'm, by my, the way, can I update you? Ever something? My real blood quick? and bones are conducting uh, conducting experiments. Yeah. Uh, gas leak in the apartment. We're gonna get into that in a second because this is big news, everybody. Um, California is number two in two. I said that. You guessed that as number one. No, I said it was either New York or California. Okay. Well, New York isn't Go even back number and three. Listen to the tapes, Jeff. New York isn't even the. But here's the thing: with California, you could pick five things off the top of your head why people would. A hundred percent. And give me well, guess the what beaches, uh, uh, Golden Gate Bridge, very good. Uh, San Diego, Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Wa- I mean, Disneyland. D- d- uh, very well. Yeah, I mean everything. Universal City. Sure. It's like there's so much to Napa, do here. Napa. Yeah. Great call. Okay, so Santa Barbara, Florida is number three. Probably with Disneyland and Epcot Center and, and all that stuff. Talk about the beaches. And, and Miami, Boston, right. Yeah, yeah, all that. Number four is Nevada. Absolutely. Anything else to do other than the Bunny Ranch in Nevada and Las Vegas? You mean gambling with STDs? <laughs> I mean, is, are people... Oh, I guess Lake Tahoe. There is some nature stuff to do. Uh, yeah, in but the North. think about it. Vegas is filled with tourists. No, Vegas, I'm joking. Obviously, no, of Vegas course, I'm a- saying, but outside, wouldn't that be enough? I can't imagine that, like, late Tahoe. I mean, I guess it might be helping to put them well, in the Well, I'm just five. thinking anything else anything in the at, state. Well, Reno? Reno, Tahoe. Area 51. Great call. <laughs> Have you ever taken the tour? Do they offer any tour of Area 51? They, they, yeah, just they, the, the just, fence? Just the, the electric I was just fence? Or, say, I literally yeah. was like, a car just goes around it. Um I don't know what other. What would people even do? I'm thinking about in uh, in Texas. I mean, that's not to say not, I'm not shitting on the state. I'm just saying I don't know enough. Maybe I mean I think of Austin, right? There's a lot of like live music that goes on there. Uh-huh. There's a festival South by Southwest. Uh, no, I'm not shitting on it either. I'm just like uh, off no, the I don't top of your head. It. What are the because the other states? Because New York is number five. I can name five things. In those four states, of course, Florida, New York, California, and Nevada. well, Nevada. I mean, we—it was a stretch to get to five, but like Las Vegas is is, is its own fucking right. thing. Yeah, come on. Yeah, so Texas—they don't even put anything particularly like in in the little caption paragraphs that they put under those other states. This is—I feel like this is being funded by the Texas Board of Tourism. They're like, be. come out and see. Yeah, they won't tell uh, you. In case you're wondering. Jonathan, or any of our listeners, New Jersey is number six. Illinois is number seven. Yeah. Um, I saw something on Bill Maher, by the way, that there's a super left people that are trying to, they're trying to cancel Abraham Lincoln. No. <laughs> yeah. So it's like they're trying to not have it be the land of Lincoln anymore. Go fuck yourselves. I got a problem with that. Yeah, for sure. San Francisco too. They're like defacing. Yeah. Come of Abraham on. Lincoln. San Fran. San Francisco is the hotbed of. Do me a favor, San Fran. Relax. Yeah. Pennsylvania's number eight. Georgia's number nine. Well, you can... So, hold on, though. In Jersey... Yeah. What, so, what do they list in Jersey? Like its neighbor across the river, New Jersey pulls around $44 billion from tourists, a figure that's grown in uh, nine years. The Garden State offers plenty to do. Atlantic City, Atlantic City yeah, is see, a shithole. I've been there. There's, of course, yeah. but I, but is that uh, the first thing? That's the first thing that they list wow. here. 
There ain't plenty to do in Atlantic City. Um, Princeton's culture? Yeah, right. Come on. The Jersey Shore? And uh, that that's all they list. So there ain't much to really do. Jersey's actually really pretty to drive through. Gorgeous. It is. But uh, It really is. It's a, it's a, yeah, it, I guess I can't really think of too much to do. Well, there's got to be like to a be honest with Hoboken. You, I, I can't think of... How is there not like... <laughs> yeah, well, that's of, where the Frank Sinatra... No, uh, that's what I'm talking... Say my mind. Yeah. By the way, how is there not a Bruce Springsteen's from Jersey, Bon Jovi's from Jersey? Yeah, but what tourism dollars is that going to bring in? I mean, if there's there like a Bruce the bon Springsteen Jovi house? Museum? Yeah. yeah, no, the Bon Jovi house. Yeah. Illinois. I mean, other than, Church sh- other than Chicago, I can't really think of what else is happening in Illinois that would be a huge draw. Well, Springfield. I suppose, yeah. Link, you know, obviously. So, right. Uh, but I think Chicago is enough. I mean, it's so there's so much there. Yeah, Chicago. The Art Institute. Yeah. I mean, you would no, can no, go there's, on forever. There, there's tons to do in Chicago. I'm just thinking for the you know, elsewhere. A Joliet State Prison. <laughs> for all you Blues Brothers fans. There you go. Like me. Um, all right. So uh, that was that. Uh, that was our segment called Tourism in Today's World. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we need. <laughs> oh, man. We need staff writers. Brother. Yeah. Close that window. We are back to bartenders 20. What was the name of your homie? That was number five oh, in the world. His, his bar. Awaito-san uh, at uh, Bar High Five. Awaito-san. That's the man's name? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm just looking at a bunch of bar famous bartenders five. from 20-whatever year that I looked at. And, uh, yeah, his, his bar is super dupes. Okay. Gas leak in the apartment. What's going on? Is so, it serious? So when Jeff was at the uh, oh. apartment. Yes. Sorry, I didn't bring my chair out today, and I'm kneeling as I'm talking to Jonathan. All right, tell everybody. So the guy, they, they sent over, the gas company sent somebody over immediately. And they said, you know, like how they have those like the 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 readers that are like beep 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 mm-hmm. beep. Mm-hmm. So he opened it up. I opened up the dryer, and he goes beep 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 beep. No. And he was like, "There's a huge gas leak here, and it's coming from the dryer." He goes, "When was it installed?" I was like, "December twenty fourth, twenty twenty." Twenty thirteen. Yeah, yeah. December twenty twenty. How old is that? No, brother. Thing? The dryer is brand new. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. It was installed less than two months. Ago. Right, right. Because the dryer right before that though was. 20 years old oh it was coal burner it was a it was a, a steam powered dryer yeah so that's what dried it was a steam yeah and so um we so then we call so i called uh, uh the apartment manager or and uh they have to send out a so they have to turn off the gas mm-hmm. for thank goodness that the building is old enough where they were three separate because obviously the gas is for the water heater the, they're all near each other, yeah. but they were three separate valves. Because on some places, they're connected mm-hmm. if they're small enough. Yeah. And they have to turn off the gas. So mm-hmm. that means if, if I had been in a different situation, I would have had no hot water for three, four days. So so they're sending somebody over tomorrow. Okay. But we caught it. I wonder how long it had been leaking. I mean, it was installed December 24th. So two months. Uh-huh. Definitely was two months. Yeah, but you, I guess you would have smelled it. But the problem is, is now that because the dryer is normal. So the old dryer that I have in the, had in the apartment, you had to monitor it because it would just go forever. There was no off button on it. There was no timer. You had to open the door, remember? Mm-hmm. So now I just throw shit in the dryer and leave. Right. So like by the time I come back, the gas has dissipated. Right. But it's probably been leaking for two months. Jeez. So, but, but GE, shout out to General Electric. They were like, yeah, it's under warranty. We're sending somebody out Monday. Oh, good. It was great. That's good. 
It's so weird with gas. Like even when I get back from tour sometimes and I have been gone for a month, I'll get my gas bill for that month and it's still like $28. Jeff, you have a gas leak. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like that's how they make most of their money. Because shouldn't it be gas $0? Leak. Yeah. What do you mean? Yes. Just to have the option of having gas? Yeah. Is it that, feels a little... Yeah. It's like you're making a car payment. It yeah. feels a little weird. Right. $28? Doesn't that sound high for gas? For gas that I didn't use. Yes, for that's month. my point. Yeah, I would say so. Um, but but honestly, I, I think that that was cool because I know that they get a lot of shit, you know, public works for like, you know, I think for not being, the guy showed up immediately. Nice. But it's crazy because when I talked to the guy on the phone, when you were leaving and I was on the phone with the guy, that you know, they have to read a script because it's legal. Okay. The guy was like, you don't turn on any In lights. In case you asphyxiate. That's, so he goes, get out of the, get, don't be anywhere near your apartment. I was like, what? Like, he read this list. Oh, wow. And I was like, well, I, I'm going to still be here. The guy's going to show up. Um, I got something for you. What do you got? ASCAP. What is this? I don't know. It's mail. It Let's still see. comes from I love Jonathan brings one. I, unbelievable. I moved out of this apartment. First of all, my name is still... The, the confirmation for your appointment, I got an email as soon as I got home. I got an email, too. <laughs> it's weird. So my name is on the... Is just... I've taken out many bad loans in your name. <laughs> yeah. uh, what is this? If uh, you get an email from Vandalay cast Industries. Cast your ballot today. ASCAP's Board of Directors election. Yeah. Let's open this up. Let's see what ASCAP wants from me. So just to catch our listeners up, Jeff still gets a lot of useless mail at my place. Yeah. And Jonathan so, and I were roommates. Does everybody know our history as roommates? Well, first of all, we're cousins. Yeah. And then... Um, yeah, we uh, we we roomed together for what? Two thousand four to um, two thousand thirteen, maybe. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, because yeah, I moved out when we did the three first apartments in nine years. Yeah. Do we ever talk about Shantae on the show? I don't know if we did. We've yeah. had some very interesting neighbors. We have. So if Shantae Davies, I mean, this is public. Googler. Googler. Um, Epstein's girl. It was more like Clinton's, Clinton's girl. Yeah, yeah. No, but, but fired guess, through Ghislaine. I mean, hired through Ghislaine. Is it Ghislaine or Gislaine? Gislaine, that's her porn name. Ghislaine is how Ghislaine you pronounce Maxwell. it. Ghislaine um, Maxwell. Yeah, no, our old... Listen, I know how to pronounce the names of sex traffickers. Our old neighbor, I remember... I can't was, believe we never talked about she this. She was an attractive blonde girl in her 20s who was very sweet and lived right across the hall and... Always had a picture hanging of her and Bill Clinton. Yeah. Nicely framed. And this was the time that I met Bill Clinton. And Well, she said, like, no, oh, she really told cool. me that they hung out. When, oh, I don't remember that. When I was with her, I said, oh, that's really cool. Um, he, you know, Clinton's one of my top five presidents. And uh, she's like, yeah, you know, I, I used to hang out with him a lot. I wonder who the other four were for her. No, that's what I said. I was oh, it, what, in your top five. I said, I go, I have Clinton's jersey. <laughs> who are the other four for you? Well, number one's Lincoln. Were you just being nice by saying Clinton yeah, was yeah. in your top five? Yeah, yeah. I just he's was not like, in your top five. No. Come on. Give me your top five. Lincoln? <laughs> I was hoping for a... Yeah. Uh, Jeff Bezos. Yeah. President of Amazon. Mm -hmm. uh, no, Lincoln, Obama. Obama's number two. I think so. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, Biden is not in the top five. Mm -hmm. uh, well, too early to tell. George Washington. Uh-huh. Um, there's a great, by the way, Republican Democrat meme that somebody put out about Biden because of the bombings this past weekend, you know, yeah, where there was a, a black plane 
that has the words Republican written on it and it's just bombing the like whatever below. And then there's the same plane that's a black plane that has like Black Lives Matter on it, yes we can, and LGBTQ like a rainbow flag. Okay. And it says Democrat. And it's bombing the same. What do you mean? That both parties just Yeah, that both parties that they're like, you know, which we've talked about before. Oh yeah. That they're no no, I'm saying that because one is painted as like the the Death Star. Right. And the other is painted as like the saviors. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah, the Democrats are much more have a history much more of violence and warfare than the Republicans, if you think about it, because Vietnam. Well, no. So you go back to World War One. Woodrow Wilson was a Democrat, but that was a fight worth fighting. We had to get involved, people. FDR and Truman yep. were president during World War Two. Dems. That was a fight worth fighting too. Truman dropping the bomb is a controversial subject, but that killed a bunch of people. Both Democrats. Um, there's Korea, by the way, so that's Eisenhower. Uh, Vietnam was everybody. I mean, JFK got us into Vietnam. LBJ kept us there. Nixon kept us there. Ford ended it. So that's a, that goes both ways. Um, Desert Storm, Bush won. You know, and then Bush two with Afghanistan. I'd say the Democrats have more blood on their hands. As far as it comes to war. Now, then there's all the covert, like, drone attacks and shit that, you know, Obama was dropping bombs, you know. Yeah, second favorite president. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? We're a violent empire. We're just trying to do it on the hush. Speak softly and carry a big stick. Yeah. Said. FDR. What's Teddy's Teddy Roosevelt? Name? I don't yeah. know. TR. What was I about to look up on the, the thing? Oh, we were talking about Shantae, and then we started talking about World War. Taft used to say, carry a big stick of jerky. <laughs> Oh my god, I can't hold this microphone and have this computer. That was very funny, Beans. You just um, got shocked again? Yeah. Wait, you were looking up the ass gap because you still get mail. Oh, there was a boring letter. What the fuck? I thought it was going to be like something they wanted me to vote on. Well, I for. like that when you and Tad Moore, shout out to Taddy Moe, by the uh -huh. way. Tad Moore will get a check for like... Seven cents? A, a, a tuppence. I still get those sometimes. It, I know. It's probably I, I bring like, you. you know... I bring you... By the way... It's Jeff, probably like, you know, out of the blue when we performed that with Julian. Like, Taddy, Jeff owes you like three cents because I bring him your checks. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, sometimes strain... Well, now it's all... Uh, directly deposited. Me, yeah, the same. But sometimes there'll be residual, like royalty things that come in and it's like 17 cents. <laughs> you know, brother. Just, yeah, so, so there's a great bar. Shout out to Jonathan's this fucking like bar. Shout out to this awesome bar. I wish I was bar. getting the 17,000. No, no, hold on. Shout out to this Jonathan awesome bar called Residuals that's in the Valley. Yeah. Where they are so cool. They've been around forever. Where if you brought in a residual check that was like a cent, because people get them all the time, oh, they'd yeah? put them up there and they give you a drink. Oh, that's great. Very cool bar. I love been that. around forever. Wow. Uh, gone through a remodel tonight. We don't talk about. We haven't talked about film and television in a while. The Golden Globes are tonight. They are. Yeah, and guess who's hosting? Who? Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Not gonna watch that in you a million will, years. You will never see this. No, I don't think either of them are particularly. Funny. I will just shout out one movie that I saw last night. Yeah, Judah and the Black Messiah. Uh huh. Was fucking awesome. Was it? It was really like moving in a way that I I knew what it was about, but I got very emotional at the end of the. Is film. that Fred Hampton? Yes. Yeah. It was, and that guy, Daniel uh, uh, Kalua, I think you pronounce him, he's from Get Out. That guy's going to win the Academy Award no for shit. Best Supporting Actor. Oh, wow. I mean, This it is was, like uh, an award movie, this one? 
Yes. Okay. And he is. The movie is amazing. What are the? Have they announced the Academy Award nominations? No, no, they don't do it until what after the Golden What are the big Globes. movies that are like up for things? Nomadland, which I think you would like with Francis McDormand. Okay. There's one called Minari, which is a Korean American film mm-hmm. that's getting that's I haven't seen, but I, I'm definitely going to. Uh huh. Jude and the Black Messiah is really big. Okay. Um, the Trial of the Chicago Seven. Okay. Which is the Aaron Sorkin film. Uh huh. Um, and then there's a one with there's a. I've seen a bunch of them, but I guess I've seen so much content because I've been inside so much. I'm not really retaining any of it right now. These are the big movies of the year, like that are going to be nominated. Oh, for Oh, Ma Picture. Rainey's Black Bottom. Eh. Did you ever see that play? I saw it when they did it. The Goodman. Okay. Astonishing. Really. August Wilson did the Black Experience in America every decade, and he wrote a ton of plays mm-hmm. that were very specific to the time, that are just incredible. Is there a good? Jesse Owens, going back to what we were saying before, no. with the, that is the greatest story of all time. It's How the, impossible. I, there must be twenty scripts sitting on shelves yeah. somewhere. Well, there's not one about Chuck Berry. No, but that's not as good of a story as Jesse. No, no, Owens. I'm just saying there's a lot of them. We've talked about. Yeah, I mean, I could see a Chuck Berry biopic, even though there's a lot of, I don't know, there's a lot of sketchy things swirling around Chuck Berry, like urine on white women. I know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, but. Uh, he did it to piss off their dads. Um, I, uh, you're absolutely right. Jesse Owens is one of the, the the coolest stories, and he had a brother who was also extremely athletic. Oh, really? Yeah. What was uh, his name? Uh, Jesse Owens' brother. Maybe that's the movie. Oh, look at that! It does say Jesse Owens' movie. Let's just see what that is. That would be astonishing. Salute. In two thousand eight. There, there's nothing. I never even heard of this movie. Yeah. Who played Jesse Owens? Let's see. <sighs> I'm trying to think, honestly. I'm trying to think of somebody who was who was big enough. This to is carry a movie. nothing movie. Yeah, Peter Norman. I mean, we don't know Peter Norman. We're not shitting on you. Just... Tommy Smith. I don't know what the, this looks like. A this sounds like a fake thing. Tommy Smith and synopsis. This film provides an insight into still in production. No, this is something else. Man. No, this is, we would sorry, have heard this... about a Jesse Owens movie. Yeah. No. Anyway, that's one of the great stories of, uh, well, that's what I like about, you know, and I know you weren't shitting on him, but I like that about Chadwick Boseman a lot that he did the Jackie Robinson story. Uh-huh. He did, um, he did a bunch of them. He did, uh, what was the other one that he, the big one that he did? Uh, James Brown. Life. I it was a biopic on James Brown. Yeah, I guarantee that movie sucks. Well, you know who's you know who probably would have hated it. Who? Fila Kute. No, I mean I don't think that there was like beef or anything. There definitely was beef between the two of them. I don't think so. How do you know that? I did a little research. Did you really, or yeah, are you just? I did. Are you in jackass territory? No, I'm being totally. I'm Let serious. me see. Um, sorry for the crying children in the background, everybody. Yeah, I mean, there's just like right away, it's just like connection, connection. I thought they had beef. No. Um, then I apologize to Fela Kuti's how estate. How dare you? Yes. Um, Femi Kuti is his son. I think he, yeah. he yeah he's got a band. He's he tours and stuff. Um, how long have we been going? Have we done over an hour? You think? No, because we started so late because of a. Uh, oh yeah, my, I was talking to Howie D. Yeah, Check. we, we probably did. Uh, but we probably did. Hold on, I'm gonna guess. Finally uh, downloaded a new OS. So fifty or fifty-five minutes. Fifty okay. to fifty-five minutes. Is what I'm gonna guess. Um, should I just see if we have questions and then? Yeah, like, let's do even it. if this is just like a little questions. You, you let's, let's go. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, sorry, I gotta cut it short, everybody. I it's the last day of the voids in the studio, and I gotta go see the 
see the dudes. Um, let me log in here because I haven't even seen. Do not cancel Lincoln. I'm just going to say it again. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is... Um, Come on. I got to share. Well, let's see. Should I just pull that up real quick? Let's see. San Francisco. Every week I'm hearing about more bullshit out of San Francisco. Let's see what it says. San Francisco cancels decision to rename racist schools. San Francisco has made a stunning about face walking back a controversial decision to scrub 44 racist names from its schools, including George Washington and Abraham Lincoln. Fuck that. After the move drew nationwide iron was criticized for being based on flawed information without insight from historians. The feelings of young children is what matters, Jonathan. We have not talked about this in the podcast. Yes. We have got to stop trying to cancel the, the past and work on the future. No, we absolutely have to cancel the past. Listen, I think that burn money. The thoughts, if you're listening to the me, imagined, George Washington faces on money, burn it. The imagined thoughts and feelings. The only thing that matters. Of teenagers. It's the only thing that matters. On Twitter is more important than accurate history. I, I don't even call this place America. <laughs> Reopening will be our only focus until our children and young people are back in schools. We're canceling renaming committee meetings for the time being. Oh, so they're canceling the canceling They're meetings? just postponing it, yeah. The move was widely criticized as a symptom of cancel culture and for being based on misinformation and casual Google searches without the input of historians. By the way, that is cancel culture. That's what it should be called, casual Googling. Ca that's right. That is so right. Yeah, I agree. I heard this thing one time from this guy that <laughs> posted on Reddit once. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All it is, it's a lot of it's hearsay. People are getting it from Facebook groups. Right. And they're just sort of promoting. Hey, look at this picture of Jonathan Kite that pops up on the Kites of the Round Table Instagram. Oh, group. man, am I fat Was that there. a year ago today? Yeah, it was a year. It, it was a year ago. I'm not kidding you. It was probably a year ago today. Really? Yeah. Oof. Yeah, you... Uh, how heavy were you here? I mean, 260. No, you... No, I was 190, maybe, 195. What do you weigh now? 177. Applause. Cue Jonathan. Oh, we do have... One A question? couple of people that have hit, hit us up. Let's see. Um, hi, guys. This is a Ali Lauren B. Hey, guys. Not sure when your next episode is, but I'm sending this fresh off my listen of the last one. First off, I'm thrilled to hear about Twitch. Hoping all this time socially distancing might make Jonathan be more open to having guests on in a few months when things start going back to normal. I would love to hear from Alex C. Okay, that's Alex Karapetis, the drummer of our voids, a very good friend. He is going to be a guest at some point. Um, okay, my questions. Any good wormholes recently? For me, this has been, uh, it's been a lot of this. She links to a YouTube page. Let's see what it is. Oh, it's a chain letter. Oh, barren man spook each other. Should we watch this? It's oh, only 20 seconds. Yes. Whoa, that looks like a grizzly. That's a... Oh, my... Oh. oh! And then the bear was like, wait a minute, I'm way bigger than you. This is a, a video of a bear, which just looks like a bear in the, in the neighborhood. That's a brown bear, You know what's too. great about that bear? He yeah. went right back. He did. He's like, nah, man. Oh, man, that man got the fuck out of there. See ya. Man was like, I'm moving. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I that that videos like that would probably keep me busy for twenty minutes. Yeah, um, Jeff, I, uh, Jeff, I love listening to Coastal Kites while working from home. Wondering if you have any band, any recommendations for other cool instrumental bands? Oh man, um, well I always talk about Krungbin. That's a new band that I like because we're so often asked about new bands, and I can't 
none of them just come to mind. I'm not good at these kinds of questions in interviews. The Peanuts where, gang is pretty good. Yeah. Instrumental music. I mean, do, 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 do. instrumental bands. Let me think about that. Let me come back to that on the next episode. I mean, obviously there's great jazz records and classical music, but like today, current bands, instrumental bands, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I'll keep you in mind on the next episode. Um, if they found ancient human skeletal remains on Mars, what would your first theory be? Uh, my first theory would be that, that, that which I totally believe in aliens, uh-huh. that they um, tried to set up a colony there. Or that there was a colony of it's, people. It was sometime in the past 10 billion years yeah. at some point. Yeah. Fair enough. And um, I wonder what, what would the skeletal remains look like ours or would they be something totally... They would be, I would, I would imagine they would be smaller than we are. But walking upright on two legs, would it have our figure? So it w- they think it'd be... So I, I don't even know that it would be... I mean, I guess it would be an ape thing. But why, that, why do you think no, that? No, but I, but I was going to say, but if we see one thing, we probably see skeletons of many things. Exactly. How do you know that it wouldn't be... No, I don't. I'm saying... I, something I, that looks like a race of animal that looks like my speaker. Yeah. Right there. That, would be a, that would be a very interesting skeleton. <laughs> like, it would be a droid. Yeah. Droid. Um, so you would think it was just some civilization at a point when Mars was... Livable. I don't know. There was just something that was able to endure the conditions of that planet Abs- at yeah, some which, point. I mean, the universe is, what, 14 billion years old, they say? Yeah. Something like this? Well, not Christians, but yeah. Yeah. A lot of nutsos out there. And if you're listening, please continue to. (laughs) And that goes for all of you. And on that note, we're going to call it a day here. I'm Jeff Kite. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. I'm Jonathan Kite, and you'd be too if you were me. Take care of each other. And call your mother. She misses you.